In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attentions of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locasestudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locasestudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, what's up? Welcome to another edition of the Mortgage Marketing Radio podcast. So glad you are here. And as always, I want to make sure that I take a moment to thank those of you who've let me know what an impact and a difference the show is making for you. I'm grateful for the feedback. As I look at the review page here on iTunes, it really um, makes me feel proud, I guess, if you will, in a way that um, over four years of podcasting, um, my goal was to make an impact, a positive difference in the industry. And I think, um, thankfully, with your help, your loyalty, your tuning in, we are uh, making an impact. And I don't say that based on you know, my opinion, I say that based on the opinion of many others who leave us a positive review. So shout out to uh, one of our reviews, uh, G underscore mogul. Uh, he says, or she says, I really don't know, right? Great information. Always fill up a couple of pages with notes, plain and simple. The information works. Thanks for everything. Well, thanks to you, G underscore mogul. You know what to do? Hit me up on Facebook, messenger me, Send me your t-shirt size, your mailing address. We'll get you off a swag box. And the swag box are getting better, especially here we have new stuff to go in in the new year, new stuff coming in January. Uh, So whenever you're listening to this, it might be in January. Now's the time for you to leave us a review too. And then... Do the same thing. Get your swag box of some cool stuff. So that's that. Thank you for the review and thank you for you listening and tuning in. If you're a new listener or you want to communicate with me in any way, you can always email me podcast at mortgagemarketingradio.com uh, or jump into our private Facebook group over on Facebook. Just search for Mortgage Marketing Radio uh, and then you'll be taken to our private group where there's more stuff there. You get uh, uh, to connect with me more. I'm going live in there more often doing some little mini trainings and sharing and there's more content and checklists and cool stuff for you to utilize to help you in your career uh, within the uh, private Facebook group there. So check that out also. And uh, as always, if you're looking to grow your business in 2020, whether it's uh, get more agent referrals in less time, you want to go deep versus wide with agents, you want to increase your business profitability, uh, better manage your time, you want to succeed on social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, you name it, we've got the trainings, go check out mortgagemarketing.pro, check out the short video, 
maybe it's for you. Okay, so let's get into this week's special guest, uh, Amy Wolf, who's a social worker for mortgages, as she calls herself. Uh, I told her she needs to brand that, and I think she's going to. She is really coming at this uh, with with uh, the the correct heart, I think, if you will. She's got a heart for people, which has led to her helping her be so successful. Uh, she's running, uh, about, uh, I don't know, 180 units a year, mostly purchase business, 50 million in volume. She's been in it for 15 years. And we just have a nice candid conversation that really touches on a lot of different areas. We talk about, um, her working with teams and the fact that she recently uh, had to clean house and work in some of the bigger teams because it wasn't a fit for her business model anymore. We talk about the Zillow conversation and her having to break free of agents who the value prop to those agents was her co-paying for Zillow leads and how she had the conversation with them about that. We talk about her team setup, her front end loan partner people, uh, her process for utilizing video through the milestones of the loan process to really create an amazing customer experience and a lot of different other things. I think you really enjoy this kind of you know multi-pronged discussion about um, how to be a high producing mortgage originator and still have a life. She's, she only works about 40 hours right now. It's taken her some time to get there, right? A lot of learnings. So you hear about um, kind of her best practices and then what, what she's planning for 2020 and how she actually decides who she works with as real estate agents, the criteria um, and how she has those conversations. And actually she meets with most of her agents individually every single month. So you hear more about that on this week's episode. So let's get into this week's show. Amy Wolf, welcome to the show. Thank you. So glad you're here. I know you're incredibly busy, and uh, we were talking just before we hit record. You have a lot to be excited about being from Baltimore with what's happening in the Ravens, right? And in full disclosure, I don't think I have any evidence of it, but I am from New England. Oh, shame. (laughs) (laughs) You did beat us, so. That's right. That's right. (laughs) A lot to be said about that. You know, I I know I I put a risk of myself whenever I bring that up because there's the haters out there and they just love to pile on, you know? Yeah. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about you and your success as an originator. Give us a quick background there. How long have you been in the biz, average units, and volume? Um, Been in the business for about 15, 16 years now. Um. History is I previously was a social worker, had my master's in social work and was slinging uh, drinks at a bar late at night to help make ends meet and uh, talk to a guy who talked me into giving this uh, a go. So now I'm the social worker of mortgages. Mm. Um, about- oh, social worker of mortgages. That's yeah, good. man. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Um, I would say do about 50, about 50 mil a year. Um, and... Yeah, average loan size about two twenty five out here in in my neck of the woods over here in uh, Frederick, Maryland. Yep, and so uh, that was like uh, how many units roughly? Probably what like two eighty. Okay, two eighty. Wow, nice, good volume, good volume. What's the main source of that business? Um, well, it's kind of been all over. It, it it's gone from realtor referrals. Now we're to allow the repeat business and really just staying in touch with our uh, you know our current. Uh, clients and getting referrals from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, core realtors, roughly that send you business? Yeah. Yeah. So we have, um, I have a lot of onesie twosie realtors also that I work with, but mm. um, we have a really good name in the Frederick area. And, um, you know, people know that we're going to close on time and give that great customer service and make them look good. So, um, you know, we've gone from, you know, working with a lot of large teams to cutting back with more, um, 
like the onesie twosies, but work with some large teams still. So it's kind of all over the place. So it's funny because the call I was just on um, prior to this call, we were talking about um, getting clear on identifying who your like ABC player realtor referral partners are. And uh, so, and we talked about the onesie twosie and one of the exercises was, you know, to have these LOs uh, write down a list of all the referrals, the realtor referrals they got, um, how many volume amount and things like that. And part of the, the discussion was, you probably have a lot of onesie twosie realtors who are just sending you the casual random deal here and there. And as you, I'm sure know, being in this industry long enough, there's the conversation on, you know, going deep versus wide and right. Kind of um, having uh, more partnerships, right. With quote producing. So I'm curious, like how do you, manage the onesie twosie, right? Because that's kind of a, a wider net of a bunch of cats, sort of. We got a herd, right? Yeah, we have, um, I have a, well, a system I use, uh, Jungo is my uh, CRM. Mm-hmm. So I have them in there, have reminders for myself to make sure I remember to check in. Um, we also have drip campaigns that they're on, those kind of things. Um, for realtors that I work with on a regular basis that maybe don't do a ton of volume still, um, I usually try to schedule once a month meeting with them. Mm-hmm. And while they're here with me kind of doing, I almost look at it as like a coaching call um, or a coaching meeting, yep. you know, they're coaching me and I'm coaching them at the same time on, you know, how can we work better together? Mm-hmm. Um, and we usually schedule a meeting for the very next, uh, you know, next month right away as well. So that seems to work really well for me to be able to stay in touch with people. So how many re- realtors do you put on that program where you're trying to meet with them once a month? I mean, right now there's probably about 25 listed there. Currently, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, I kind of did hit a reset button on, uh, and cleared it off all just at the end of this year and said, I'm, you know, going to kind of start everybody fresh again and make sure that I get everybody, you know, back, uh, back to make sure that they know about all of our technology that we have. Um, a lot of different mm-hmm. things that we have teaches them about, you know, what's good about working with our company and my team. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some people I've been maybe working with and I haven't told them everything because I yeah. just, you know, maybe forgot. So what's, yeah. what's the main focus then of that, of that meeting when you do meet with them? Is it, you know, all about you or like, you know, what are you trying to accomplish there? <laughs> no, really. I want to get to know them. Um, mm-hmm. I want to get to know them and I want to get to know like where their pain points are and, um, and how we, how we can help, um, mm-hmm. I used to want to know how they wanted everything and I used to try to cater ourselves and our team, but that's almost impossible. Like, so you're working with 25, 30 people. Like I realized really quickly that I can't have 25 or 30 different ways that we're going to operate as a team and still be effective <laughs> and efficient. Right. Um, so a lot of it's teaching them how we prefer, you know, for them to work with us. Um, of course there's lots of different options, but um also, to really just get to know them, make sure they're a fit for us, a fit for our team, um, mm. and that we're uh, going to be able to grow together in a partnership. So these meetings, then, I maybe I was incorrect in assuming um, who who you are scheduling these meetings with. Um, in that you might like try and meet the, uh, have a repeat, meet agents over and over again every single month, or is this kind of a vetting process? Some, how many are you trying to meet with repeatedly? How many do that kind of stuff? Um, I mean the repeated ones, I'm, I'm going to continue meeting with them once a month, whether it, you know, for some people it's, I've been working for a long time and our meetings a pedicure or our meetings uh, driving lunch, right? So it's really become friendship, social, all that. Yeah. For some people, it's, hey, I want to come in. I need an update on my 50 leads. And, you know, so everyone has a different 
uh, use of their time of how they, you know, how they want to use it. Usually depending on how long a relationship has been intact. Right. Um, but yeah, it's usually the same realtors over and over again. Um, okay. Also, um, you know, as I meet new agents, usually naturally through the transaction. So whether it's a, an agent refers me and says, oh, you have to work with my coworker. They're great. You guys are going to be a good match. Or whether it's, um, mm-hmm. you know, they happen to be the listing agent. And, you know, the transaction went well and I really enjoyed working with them. Then we're kind of reaching out from there. I'm not doing a lot of cold, you know, cold calling a big, long list of real estate agents. Um, Right. So if I heard you correctly, then if you have roughly 25 agents, right, that send you business at various levels Mm -hmm. and frequency, are you then essentially having 25 agent meetings a month? Well, not necessarily 25 a month because some of them you know, right. kind of fall off the face, but like, yeah, I might have three or four of them a day, um, mm. depending on who's coming in the bigger teams that we work with. Like just last week I had a, a meeting with six realtors all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it might be going to their office meeting and, um, presenting to them about, you know, a new program or the new technology that came out. Um, yeah, cause you're their partner. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the word right there is that I, we want to work with people we're going to be a partner with. Right. Um, so that's interesting. Let's talk about that for a second. How do you have that discussion? When is it? When do you typically try and have that partner discussion? And maybe what does that sound like? I probably have it right away, um, and maybe really? it's too soon. But yeah. um, a lot of times, you know, I tell people like, "This is our team. This is what we have to offer." You know, I've already heard about what you know how they like things to go, and I tell them that like I would like to partnership. I like to partner with you. I would like to work together to help you meet your goals. Um, you know, let me interrupt for a second. My apologies, but do you have any criteria? Do you do any vetting of them? Um, how do you decide who you want to partner with? I do not. And I, and I've been told a lot of times that I should, I should be looking (laughs) at one, come all (laughs) right. Um, the, well, it's more personality. Like, um, it's a hundred percent for me. Are we a match? Like, Do I love you? Do I want to work with you? Do I want to see you in my office once a month or even more often? <laughs> I want to talk to you on the phone every day. You know? Are you an energy vampire? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so that's really what it comes down to is personality and making sure that, you know, they're going to be a good fit that, you know, my loan partners aren't going to, you know, cringe when the phone rings. Those so it's not so much about, you know, having a minimum production criteria for you. No, what I've actually found is that for a lot of people who don't have their production um, by working with us, their production increases. Um, so really? we have a lot of agents that, you know, it's kind of fun. I'm coaching them and telling them, you know, showing them our technology and how it can help to increase their. Okay. You know, All right. So you've said a couple of things that made me want to ask more. You said sure. help them increase production, show them our technology. You loosely referred to an agent asking, hey, what's up with my 50 leads? How are you doing these? How are you helping an agent grow their business? What is this secret technology? <laughs> well, it's not really a secret. I think right. it's, everybody uses, um, you know, everything's always the same. But so we have our phone app. Um, so we have the co-branded phone app. We use uh, Simple Nexus. And so okay. yep. um, sharing the phone app and using the co-branded phone app, that really frees up the agent a lot in terms of them being able to apply right there teaching, um, most of what we do is educating, right? Mm -hmm. So we're teaching the client how to run their numbers ahead of time so they haven't wasted the agent's time, which leaves them more time to be, you know, selling to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, talking to them or we do 
education seminars. So monthly we do um, education seminars here where they can bring their clients in here. Um, usually everything we do is basically through the CRM. So we're using, we document everything we do and then have a, you know, we close with you. We're, we're going to invite you to four events a year. We're going to um, be in front of you. When you call me back up, I'm going to refer and you're, I'm going to refer the lead that you just gave me back to the agent that you were working with. Um, you know, so it's really just kind of tracking and, um, yeah. So how do you, uh, uh, if I sound like I'm repeating myself, I want to get, um, what you <laughs> may not know about me is I like to get very specific, right? Sure. Um, how do you use the phrase, help an agent grow their business? I heard that example there. You refer the agent back, but I mean like on the front end, let's say you closed a transaction with a, with a realtor, you know that you want to partner with them for your reasons. How do you then move that relationship forward? Um, one thing is, is at the end of the closing, um, I get a video from the customer. Um, you were asking earlier if I'm big on social media. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we get a video from the customer and we try to share that out on social media with both me and the agent. Let me ask you, how do you capture that video? Are you just putting the phone in front of them at the closing table or what are you doing? Yeah, literally yeah. it's just, hey, right. do, um, would you mind uh, telling us a little about how you... Uh, Mm-hmm. how the transaction how'd you was. like it tell us about your experience is, right how was your experience with right. yes with me and realtor x right and yeah. they start and a lot of times um they end up in tears um and when you have an emotional person who they you know you've really helped them um yeah. you know it's great and i think that you know i think just helping agents to realize like doing small little things like that have a big impact um, so you're going to capture that video and then the hope is they're going to mention the agent as well. Cause it's part of the team. But, yeah. um, then of course you're going to share that video with the agent and they're going to be blown away. Yeah. And we share it on social media and they'll get tagged right. on it. And then, you yeah, know, I was going to ask you, where do you share your uh, Facebook, your business page or where? Um, so I tend to share my stuff on my personal page, my marketing people. If I send them the app, then they put it or send them the video, then they put it on um, our business page. Okay. Um, so I'm looking. Right. Sometimes I send it to the agent and they share it, you know, so it, it really just depends on where I'm sitting, where the closing was and how I can get on there the quickest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. No, I like that. Sorry. Oops, sorry. One of your videos started to play. <laughs> uh, uh, this is the video that came up, by the way, uh, calling all millennials. Let's go buy a house. <laughs> so that one, I think, is I think that that's just a, a, you know, a normal little video that was like, you know, that's not the testimonial video. No, no. But um, it's an example of you're active on social. It's a video. Yeah. It got yeah. a couple hundred views and it, it's pretty cool. It's done well. Yeah. Well, thank you. For sure. So how much video are you doing? What, what other types of video do you do? Um, I mean, that's basically, I'm, I'm trying to get more into video. That's one of my goals. I just did my goal setting for this year. And one of my nice. goals is to do the videos at each spot, um, of sure. Milestones. Milestone. Yeah. Right. And, um, and also and those would go out automatically through your CRM. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then also to have the question and answers. I listen I listen to myself sometimes, but also my loan partners. I'm like, man, we say the same thing every day. <laughs> right, know? right. Um, so the education pieces. I You'd be like, there's a video for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if you want to learn more about that, then yeah. 
No, I love it. Yeah. And so those might go on your website or your business page or something. Yeah. And even the headlines that go on the, the phone app that we have, the phone apps is, has been really popular. So. Yeah. yeah. I've heard good things about that phone app, but I'm trying to remember if I had them on in the past. If not, I'll have to. Yeah. Um, okay. You mentioned something here. I'm looking at my notes from the last time we chatted, which is, um, uh, and you did allude to it earlier in our conversation, but I have written down with, with quotes, clean house, biggest teams, not a fit anymore. I wanted to unpack that a bit as to why, because a lot of people are thinking like, how am I going to grow my realtor? I'm going to go work with teams. Tell well, us what do we need I mean, to be aware I, of? I, I think that like, like right now we're working with one large team and, and it's going great. Our vision's the same. Um, you know, for some of the larger teams that I worked with in the past, like they had multiple lenders that they were working with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like for me, a big thing is partnership and like, I want to grow something together. And it's hard to do that when, you know, there's all these different lenders that are also involved. Now, not that we have to be exclusive with any person because you really can't, sure. in this right. one, you know, but, you know, I want to have somebody that we really have a good partnership with. Um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, um, even looking back at like um, the cost for things. Like I think we talked last time about a little bit about Zillow. Yep. And, you know, I mean, you know, I let my model change where I was listening to each real estate agent and saying, what do you want? Oh, you want this? Cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And before I knew it, I was spending a lot of money on Zillow and not really getting a good return on it. Um, and so I had to cut that out. Um, and, um, so you had to approach the agents and say, this doesn't work anymore. Yeah. It, it was, it was actually a cool conversation because for mm-hmm. some of them, they're like, you're right. I'm looking <laughs> at this number, you know, we're looking at these numbers together and, you know, for ah, some people see, they were like, yeah, you're right. Now see that right there is a lesson for listeners. The sheer fact that you could have that conversation and that the agent, you both looked at the numbers and that he or she agreed instead of an agent would often say, well, if you're not going to pay for my Zillow leads, somebody else is, that is not a partnership. That's right. Yeah. And so the fact that the agent agreed to do that with you means you um, obviously had a great relationship and you still yeah. work together. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And now you're saving some money. So. We do. And yeah. And it's good. And like, um, you know, I think we dropped down from, you know, you want a lot to maybe we're doing like a hundred dollars or something. Oh, wow. like a very minimal teeny yeah. tiny. And, you know, and yeah, we do all kinds of different stuff together. Not that costs money, but like our value sure. is in the team and in the customer service and the repeat business that you're going to get when you work with us. So that's kind of how it works. Hmm. So, all right, that leads me to the question. Um, and a lot of like my interview style is like, we'll, we'll talk about something that'll open up a file in my head and be like, Ooh, ask this question. Um, sure. What you just said there makes me think about how you do articulate your value proposition, right? Kind of early in that relationship process. And, and I asked that in the context of relevant to the Zillow thing is that I've feedback I've been given in the past is that these quote top producers, right? The closing on time, um, you know, incredible service customer experience that, that those agents say, well, yeah, dude, those are the basics, right? I need you to help me. You know what I mean? So what, what do you say to that? Um, well, I mean, for me, it's like doing the basics and doing them right is really what it comes down to. I think that, you know, one of the teams that we just began working with, um, you know, they were like, 
I know that I'm losing a lot working with some other lenders because they're not willing to sometimes do the, the handholding or looking at the maybe a little bit harder of a file or give the credit suggestions. Um, so for most people, it's like when I walk in, I'm like, hey, I'm the social worker of mortgages, right? I'm here to actually help people. I you really got to brand that. Yeah, I should brand it. Mm-hmm. And, and it really is like we're looking at what are their goals? What can we do? Um, I did. I mean, if I go back five years ago, I was swamped running around in circles, just trying to help people that didn't want to be helped. So I had to make a lot of changes to my model. It was like to define what does it mean if you need some credit help? What does that look like? And how do I make sure I'm not wasting my time working with someone who's never going to get there or who's not serious about it? Um, so we had to put you know some parameters on that. But I think that's one of the really big things is that we're going to help um, we're creative. We're, we know all the grant programs. You know, we mm. just really knowledgeable in everything that there is there to offer. So we're going to close a lot more loans than maybe the next place is, uh, which makes them more money as well. So you have a reputation of somebody who um, can get things done and is a person of their word. If we can't get it done, they say no one can get it done. But really? Or I'm at least going to point them in the right direction of someone who can. So, you know, like there's some weird things that, you know, I just had to give one away that was like the, you know, modular home that had been moved and, you know, like, oh, they, you know, on wheels. Yeah. And like, so there's some things I can't do, but I'm still going to at least point them. You're not a miracle worker. You're a social worker. (laughs) There you go. You got it. You got it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We we get it. We'll get it done. Um, And Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to keep our word no matter what. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your team in terms of, uh, are you the primary or only originator? Yeah, well, as of until like two months ago. So yeah, um, okay. yeah so for, gosh, I guess we've had a team now for six years. And so mm-hmm. it's it's always been me as a loan officer. Um, I have a, a licensed loan partner, mm-hmm. um, actually. And now I have three loan partners. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them does Span- uh, Spanish speaking. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I just recently brought on a loan officer who's doing half loan officer and then half loan partner. So half mm-hmm. the stuff I, he's bringing in his own business. And my job is to make the phone ring, bring the clients in, make it rain. And their job is to do all the, uh, Other stuff, stuff yeah. that I don't want to do the Stuff that makes you look good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I have this jotted down from our last conversation in terms of your process. Like, let's say you get a referral from an agent, somebody who is inquiring about buying, just kind of sure. briefly walk us through because people are really curious about when you have loan partners, who yeah. owns what and where you bow in and out. Yeah. So we've uh, obviously changed is the only thing that's constant. So we've changed that yeah. you know, quite often, but right now I think we've got it uh, pretty good. So lead comes in, I've got me and I've got my, my guy, uh, his name's Charlie, but uh, so he's, he's kind of a front end with me. So if I'm on the phone, he's going to start taking some basic information until he gets them over to me, or we're sending him the phone app or the link to do the online application. Um, our job is just to quickly vet and make sure like, is this, is this a lead that we want our loan partners to be spending time on? So, you know, if it's below a certain credit score, we're done with it, you know, or if they say, well, I haven't had a job in four years, you know, <laughs> okay, well, you know, like you said, not a miracle worker. Right. Um, so we're just kind of just making sure that the loan partners are spending time on what they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as that's been determined, we send a list of documents that we need. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we really do the really big on doing the real true pre-approval, not a prequal. Um, ask them for all their documents. Um, one of the things that's really worked for us is when we send a needs list, I copy my loan partner. Um, they immediately respond with an intro and a coupon that says $100 off if you get your documents into me within 24 hours. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. And it works. That's great. But I mean, $100 off of what? No one ever asks, but you know, we do give them $100 off of our you know, origination fee. But right, right. The, the point is, is that they get their documents in quicker. Yeah, um, I mean, truth, it could be anything. It could be like a gift card or something. Or, you know, it could Starbucks. be anything. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, like, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not a RESPA expert, yeah. but you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then the loan partners are reviewing everything and making sure income, assets, and all that's right. Um, for my licensed loan partners, a lot of times they're doing the structuring. Some of my loan partners are bringing it back to me to structure. Yeah. Um, and, then we, and then once they're pre-approved, um, we reach out to them once a week. So our pre-approval reach out day is every Thursday just to say, Hey, um, are you going to be, um, out shopping this weekend? And if you are, you know, do you know which house and can I help get you a letter or update docs or answer questions? Um, mm-hmm. and then hopefully they're under contract. Who's doing loan status updates with the agents? So the loan status are the loan partners as well right now. And that's one of the things we're getting ready to start doing, um, videos. So, if they're in process, like actually under contract, um, Monday and Tuesday is our day for that. So, you know, we're trying to get an update from our process for Monday morning, first thing. And then, you know, whether it's Monday afternoon, depending on how much stuff piled up over the weekend for you. Right. Um, but by Tuesday that you've gotten a, a video out to the entire team, letting them know the status update on the file. And we're getting ready to start that. We, that with the loan uh, oh. that I just brought in, that's what he used to do. And I was like, I love that. So, so is that a specific video for every file? Yep. Literally, he's just, he sits there. And so each loan partner would just, you know, let's say they're working on five, seven files, whatever it is. And they're just, hey, team, just wanted to give you an update. Um, it could be me giving the update at certain spots. That's kind of one thing we're trying to figure out is it's better mm-hmm. for me to be but I can't do, I'm not going to do yeah. every week to do 30, 40 videos. That's just crazy. Right. So how are those videos being sent? Uh, bomb bomb is what bomb we're okay. using right now. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. And those would be like a desktop computer or whatever over email yeah. versus a mobile phone. Okay. Yep. Yep. I love that. That's good. It's good. Uh, personal connection there, you know, with the video and it stands, stands out. Not many people are, it still blows my mind. How many, how many times I hear that loan officers don't do status updates. It sounds like that'd be impossible today to survive. It, we were talking about that today. It's so funny. Like things that now are just like second nature to me. Like I can't imagine not doing it. Yeah. There's so many people not doing them. And it's right. You're right. It's, it's but, simple things like that. It's not rocket science. No, it is not. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I was going to ask you, and, I, and of course I did not prep you for most of these questions. So I appreciate your flexibility. Sure. Um, but when I hear you talk, right, I'm starting to, you clearly know your business really well. I'm curious if you have a sense of, I'm, I'm going to ask you about like conversion numbers. Um, and if you don't know, that's fine. Cause right. Um, but I'm curious if you have a sense of like what your app to funding conversion ratio is for, for one example, or other numbers you might know you want to share. 
So it's funny is that I am not a numbers person. I literally, you know, today where I was meeting, going over the P and L and yeah. they're like, so how's December looking? I'm like, I'll know when you send me my list at the end of the month. So um, I'm not a numbers person. I have no idea. That's one of the things I probably should work on. Um, I just, I'm a hard worker. I, right. And Takes like care of itself. people and yeah, I've never had the count and Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. You're not dissatisfied with the number of people you're converting. No, I'm right. not. Right, right. That's right. <laughs> I should have I thought of that in advance. You're a social worker, not an engineer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably have a high I on your disc profile. Right? Oh, yeah. 99I and a 99C. All right, there we I go. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, S. S? Yeah. I was going to say, it's probably S 99I well. and a 99S, yep. Do you know yep. where your D is? Uh, well, the very first time that I think of it, I think it was a... I don't, it was, it was no no judgment. It was almost nothing. I can't remember because I'm not a numbers person. I can't remember. I know on the chart, it was really low. The other two were 99. The the Uh, red was really low. The green was. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. It just goes to show you, right? Like there is no one profile for success as an originator. I think, you know, if I was to be assumptive, obviously one of the reasons why you're successful is you keep using the word, you know, social worker for mortgage. Is that what you call it? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you care about people, that's it, you know, and that shows up mm-hmm. differently for sure. That's cool. What are the, some of the other things real quick? I know we're running out of time, um, that, uh, you're planning on doing differently. Anything new, anything kind of big sitting there? I mean, I think that the biggest thing is really the videos. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm starting to do some education in the County, the a couple of the libraries have reached out to me and asked me if I would do some training sessions. Um, hmm. and, you know, so like the phones ring inward instead of me reaching outward, which is, you know, only, only took 15 years. <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Only 15 years. Only 15 years. Um, but no, I mean, there's, you know, I, right now I feel like, you know, it's not broken, not trying to yeah. fix it, you know, right. You're ha- and you have a good quality of life. Give it, give it, give us a sense uh, of like how many hours a week. Well, now I have a good quality of life. All right, not before. If we go back a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, is that because you built a team? Yeah, I built a team, and then I built a team, and then my team broke, and mm-hmm. then I went to oh boy, I have to like I was working crazy again, and now I've got a good solid team, and you know I. One of the things that I did that I think is the smartest thing I ever did is right now I'm sitting in an office, but this is not where I sit every day. I, uh, I sit in here whenever I have meetings, mm-hmm. um, but I move myself out into the pit and I sit in the pit and I know what's going on at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm out there making my realtor calls and, and doing whatever, you know, my tasks for the day, but I'm out there with everyone else. Um, one of the things I lost touch with my team um, and when it broke originally. Yeah. Um, but right now I'm working, you know, 40 hours, 45 hours. And I feel like in this business, that's great. Um, I work hard, but I, uh, I play harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gone a lot, vacation a lot, taking extended weekends here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a uh, good life. When did you, uh, we kind of close out on this, but, um, you know, I don't know how far back you have to go to answer this, but I'm trying to get the context of when you hired your first assistant, like how far in your career and what advice you might have. Um, it was probably about 
geez, eight years ago was the very first person I ever started working with. Um, and he make sure they're knowledgeable. I mean, he knew more than I did. Uh, he was, he's been in the business 30 plus years. He still works with me. Um, and he kind of, he, I call him Oz, like he knows everything. He's like that man behind the little, you know, curtain. And, um, you know, so we've grown together. Um, make sure that you're going to get along, that there's a mutual respect for each other. Um, Mm. you know, and, um, yeah. Let me me ask you this. Would you, knowing what you know now, would you have hired sooner? Yeah. Well, I actually try. It's funny because I tried to, I went to my boss at the time. We won't mention the company where I was working. And I said, Hey, I really need an assistant because I wasn't willing to give up on my customer service. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to give this level of customer service. She said, you're not closing enough yet. And so I can't close more unless I get an assistant. I said, I'll pay for him. She said, no. So then we left both of us. And now I sit where I sit now with all my different assistants and helpers. And, right. um, you know, Sometimes I wonder if she even knows what I'm doing now and, and is like, man, I could kick myself in the butt for not. That is the catch 22 that often the management has, you know, they'll, you're not doing enough quote, but it's like, how am I ever going to grow if I don't free myself up? Yeah. And I was yeah. always willing to put my money where my mouth was that I was willing to, oh, you know, I don't need to make quite as much so I can show you what's going to happen. And yeah. Make it up in volume. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, very yeah. cool. Awesome. Well, this is a lot of good lessons today. I really appreciate the conversation. I know you're busy and, uh, where, if people do want to reach out to you, where do you want to send them like social page or where, where you want to go? Yeah. You can give me a call. You can go to social. It's <laughs> Amy Wolf on, uh, well, Maryland, uh, for Facebook and yep. at direct mortgage loans. So, all right. Yeah. We'll put links in the show notes for sure to your Facebook page and maybe your website as well. But, uh, once again, Amy, thank you so much for being the social worker of mortgages. I love it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely have to, you know, trademark that one. <laughs> I want to see that branding. And then there's a meaning behind it. Let me tell you what that means. You know what I mean? I think that, that yeah, actually like has some good play for you. So, and listeners, you know, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. If you like this episode, please leave us a review and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up real quick. Uh, you've heard about the mortgage marketing pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our mortgage marketing pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, 
you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call, we'll have a chat, we'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.